Welcome to Dear Runner Bod, the pod dedicated to helping you embrace your runner's body. I'm Serena Marie RD, a registered dietitian and body image coach who wants you to stop dieting and start fueling the athlete within. While I am a medical professional, the information on this podcast is for educational purposes only and is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure. Now, let's start rewriting your body's story. I am so excited for this week's episode because we are going to be diving in to one of the biggest keys to success if you are training for a half marathon or a marathon or freaking 5K. It doesn't matter if you're an an active woman, if you're an athlete, you need to understand something super, super basic about nutrition, super, super basic about how you set up your day and the meals in your day. Now, before we dive into today's topic, we're going to be really kind of learning some of the ABCs, the introductory like foundations to sports nutrition. I wanted to give a shout out to this week's winner of Review of the Week. This week's Review of the Week winner is Meg PRN, and she said, Serena gives straightforward, science-backed information on daily nutrition, fueling, and hydration. I found her podcast after stressing for a couple of years about macro counting, fasting, and wondering if I should be fueling with clean foods. I have truly learned so much. I am fueling way more now, not fasting. I'm enjoying all foods, and I'm just feeling so much better. This is nutrition information every runner should hear. So Meg, thank you so much for this review and taking the time to leave one. You can send me a DM at Serena Marie RD and you can claim a free masterclass either about body image or hydration or meal planning or meal prepping. And if you're listening to this and you're a podcast listener, you're a podcast subscriber, you might as well take a few seconds to just go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Here's the deal. Um, I don't get a lot of reviews. (laughs) And reviews are really what is going to help the podcast grow and reach more listeners. And because I'm being super honest right now and letting you know I don't get a lot of reviews, what this basically means is you're guaranteed to win a free masterclass if you simply win a review. Your your review is going to get chosen. So please just take a few moments out of your day, head to Apple's podcast application, scroll down until you see the review section, leave five stars, write a few sentences, and that will help me not only share the podcast with more people, but it'll also give you the chance to win a super valuable free masterclass. Okay, so back to today's topic, which is basically us kind of learning one of the most important fundamental things there is to know about nutrition and sports nutrition in particular. Really, this applies to everyone. This is not just something that is going to be important for you if you're training, even if you're in off season, even if you're just not a runner and for some reason are listening to this podcast, this still applies to you. And the truth of the matter is that as human beings, We need to consistently give our body nutrients throughout the day. We cannot go long periods of time with under eating. We should not be going long periods of time saving up calories or kind of thinking about, oh, if I eat this now, I can't eat that later. This is really common in the dieting world. In the dieting world, we are kind of taught wait as long as possible to eat. We are kind of taught to chew gum. I don't know. Are you guilty of doing this? Because I sure as heck was. Chewing gum drinking lemonade, or not lemonade, (laughs) drinking seltzer water. I don't know where lemonade came from. Drinking seltzer water 
and, um, you know, doing things like having a cup of coffee, trying to suppress my appetite, trying to trick my body into not feeling hungry when she actually was getting hunger pangs. And the reason I was doing this is I was trying to get to the end of the day and have only eaten a certain amount of calories for the day or trying to not overeat my macros or trying to have a little bit more flexibility so that when I go out to eat later or if I went on a date or um, I was hanging out with friends, I would have a little bit more wiggle room to work with in terms of my calorie or macro allotment or your points allotment if you're a Weight Watchers person. Um, I'm basically trying to stave off hunger and trick your body into not eating when she is giving you that cue to feel hunger. And eventually what happens is if you get really good at this and really good at dieting and really good at ignoring your hunger cues, you might actually notice that you stop feeling hungry. Like you might tell me, Serena, I actually don't feel hungry all day long. Maybe when I get home from work, then I start to feel some hunger. But really all day long, it's super easy for me not to eat. And this might feel like something that you almost are proud of, like a skill that you've honed in and you're really proud of and something that maybe you've been applauded for um, during your lifetime. And in actuality, it's really doing a lot of harm to your body. It's doing a lot of harm to your hormones, to your metabolism, and it's doing a lot of harm to you as a runner, as an athlete. Um, a lot of us put a lot of time and effort into training. Maybe you are spending money on a running coach or you invested into a plan to help really make sure that you are um, training correctly. Maybe you have hired a babysitter to watch the kids while you do a run, or you know, maybe you have rearranged and said no to a lot of things and set boundaries around your schedule so that you have time to run and to work out and to hit those miles. And then you're putting all this time and effort into training and to training well, but you're not giving your body that very, very foundational basic necessity that she needs in order to perform, which is adequate fuel, adequate nutrients. So yes, you have been taught to try your best to run fasted or to, you know, not take that last fuel, right? This is super common where it's like, oh, I only have 10 more minutes left of my long run. I might as well just not take my last, you know, fueling. And it's like, actually, that's a chance to practice getting extra carbohydrate into your gut and seeing how that assimilates and feels. Take that last fuel. Like, sure, you don't need it. You're finishing your run in 10 minutes, but we should keep practicing holding on to and feeling good with hitting our carb targets during long runs. But we've been kind of conditioned and brainwashed into thinking that skimping on fuel, skipping out on fuel is is the best choice for us, is is the right way to go. So today I wanted to talk about um, different ways that we can start to reframe this belief that we should be skipping out or skimping on fuel and really starting to encourage you to stop saving up your your calories, your energy, your points, your macros, whatever it is that you've been kind of brainwashed to believe and really kind of hopefully get you on board with this idea that as an athlete, it's it's your turn to learn how to eat like an athlete. And speaking of eat like an athlete, I actually wanted to give a little shout out because if you are running a 
uh, November, December, January race. Maybe you're doing a Disney race in January. Maybe you're running New York City or CIM or any of the other marathons or half marathons that are taking place this November and December and January. I wanted to give a shout out for Eat Like an Athlete Bootcamp. We are starting up September 25th, and this is going to be the perfect cohort for you to join if you have a late fall, early winter race. Even if you have a race later in the year, maybe even a spring race, it's a good time to join. It's always good to kind of start practicing nutrition um, sooner than later. But if you have a late fall, early winter marathon or half marathon, this would be the perfect cohort for you, ultra marathon as well. And because you're a podcast listener, I'm actually giving you a $100 coupon off. So you can join our next round of Eat Like an Athlete Bootcamp and get $100 off. If you just DM me the words pod squad, I'm going to know that you're a podcast listener. I'm going to give you that $100 off coupon and we can just chat and make sure that you're the perfect fit for Eat Like an Athlete Bootcamp. Everything that we talk about today in terms of like not saving up your calories and optimizing your performance, this is all stuff that I really hold your hand and teach you during Eat Like an Athlete Bootcamp. I'm going to be holding your hand and guiding you step-by-step and how to think about setting up a breakfast, a lunch, a dinner plate, a snack plate to make sure that you are really balancing that blood sugar and getting enough nutrients to support your performance without having to measure and weigh and track things. Um, So right, like I said, send me a message, send me a DM, pod squad, if you're interested in joining our next round of Eat Like an Athlete Bootcamp. Okay, so we are talking about ways to start reframing this desire, this need to save up calories and really starting to reframe the way we think of food in a way that helps us to better eat like an athlete. So the first thing I want to talk about here is I really want to talk about blood sugar balance. I think a lot of times we think if we are not feeling hunger cues, especially if you're someone, like I said, who has been dieting for a really long time, you might be like, I don't feel hungry, therefore I shouldn't eat. Isn't that part of intuitive eating, Serena? Aren't you the biggest fan of intuitive eating? I'm not hungry. Why am I eating? What are you What are you talking about? And what I want us to start thinking about is it is our responsibility as runners, as athletes, athletes to take care of our system, to take care of our body, and to really kind of think about blood sugar balance throughout the day. Um, Just the way I maybe before I go to bed don't necessarily feel the desire to brush my teeth. I'm usually really tired and cranky and I don't want to like get up and go into the bathroom and put my retainer in and floss and do all the things. I do it to take care of my mouth. I do it to take care of my health. Um, It doesn't matter that I don't feel like brushing my teeth. I know it's something I need to do to take care of my body. And similarly, what I need you to start thinking about is how blood sugar balance is going to be game-changing to help you take better care of your body, runner girl. Um, As a runner, your muscles are active. They are constantly in a state of repair. Even if you have not run today, even if you have not lifted today, even if you're in an off week of training, you are absorbing all of the stress, all the metabolic adaptation that you have into the system by training and your muscles are recovering, repairing, rebuilding. Your muscles are burning through more energy because you are an active individual and your blood sugar is more susceptible to tank. Now, if you're noticing you can go long periods of time without eating and without feeling
feeling hunger cues, that's actually an indication to me that you have a lot of cortisol or stress hormone in the body. And what cortisol does is it is a stress hormone and it is actually going to cause you to spike your blood sugar, which might mean that you don't feel hunger, even though you haven't eaten because your stress hormone is high, your blood sugar is spiked. Now you might be wondering if I haven't eaten, how is my blood sugar, my blood sugar spiked? So it could be the breakdown of stored sugar, right? It could be glycogen. So rather than using that glycogen, that stored sugar for your next workout, your body is breaking it down to fuel the stress response in your body. Or if your glycogen stores are low, if you've been doing low carb, if you haven't been doing a good job of refueling and repleting your body after workouts with enough of the right nutrients, then it actually could be the breakdown of muscle. When we break down muscle, we can actually take um, that muscle mass and turn it into sugar. We can, I'm simplifying what happens there, but essentially what happens is we're breaking down that muscle mass and we can get a blood sugar spike from that. So you're sitting there and you're like, Whoa, I am burning all the fat. I have, you know, figured out the age old question of how to lose fat. And in reality, you are just causing metabolic damage, hormonal damage. You are not helping your runner body become stronger and healthier. You are not supporting physiological adaptations to your training. You're just breaking down muscle mass or depleting the system of glycogen that you need to support your next workout. Um, So it's really important for us to start shifting our, our belief system from thinking we need to skimp out on carbohydrate or skimp out on calories, skimp out on on fueling events, and really start to think and focus on how to balance blood sugar, right? So this is something that I really go into detail in and eat like an athlete boot camp. I actually have you fill out um, a short little form so I can learn more about your hormone health, learn more about your activity level, and give you a recommendation for your carb sweet spot. So I, I like to think of Goldilocks, right? Like Goldilocks didn't want too much porridge or too little porridge. She wanted just the right amount of porridge. And so in Eat Like an Athlete Boot Camp, I teach you how to figure out what is your sweet spot? What is just the right amount of carbohydrate to support your body? But essentially what we can start to think about right now, right here on this podcast, is how to balance blood sugar. What do we need to do to balance our blood sugar better? And what we want to kind of start thinking about is when we are having a meal that is meant to be supportive of staying fuller longer. Okay. So this isn't necessarily applicable to mid run nutrition or pre run nutrition, but really those meals and snacks that are taking place, you know, before you're about to go hang out with your family or, you know, go sit at your desk and work. We want to stay fuller longer. We want to have stable energy. We want to feel good in our skin. We don't want to get really sleepy or overly full. We want to think about balancing protein, fat, and fiber with our carbohydrates. So if I'm having something like oatmeal, that's a great start, right? We got a little bit of a little bit of fiber in there. I'm talking about like quick oats. We got a little bit of fiber in there. But how can we really make that blood sugar balancing supportive? What we could do is we could take protein. So maybe I can prepare my oatmeal with some egg whites or maybe I can add um, some Greek yogurt into my oatmeal. <laughs> I really like mixing foods, but some people have texture issues. So maybe you would just have some Greek yogurt on the side with your oatmeal. Or maybe you could add some hemp seeds. That's a great source of vegan protein. Three tablespoons has 10 grams of vegan protein. 
we could add some protein to that oatmeal. Okay. So now we've got a little bit of protein with our carbohydrate that is going to keep you fuller longer and support your blood sugar so much better than just plain old oatmeal. Maybe then we could add some extra fiber. Maybe we could throw some ground chia seeds in there or some ground flax seeds. That's going to boost the fiber content and also add some fat, which is also going to help to slow digestion and keep you fuller longer. And maybe we can just kind of think about, is this really um, something that is giving me enough fuel to support my body? And again, that's where that eat like an athlete bootcamp personalization comes into play, making sure you're getting enough of the carbohydrate to support recovery, to support your body's needs. So you're thinking, you've been brainwashed into thinking, I'm not feeling hungry. The best thing to do is to just have a cup of coffee and skip breakfast. But what I'm telling you, the reframe, the glow up, the good fuel glow up here is to actually think, if I don't have my breakfast, if I skip this meal, even though I don't feel hungry, it is going to cause my blood sugar to plummet and that is going to cause cortisol stress hormone to spike. And I want to avoid that as somebody who is looking to build muscle and have physical adaptations to my workouts. Okay. So that's the first thing I want us to focus on when we are starting to move away from that saving calories mentality to that eat like an athlete mentality. The next thing I want us to consider is cravings. Okay, so I think I I've talked about this before on the podcast how I was 100% convinced that I was addicted to sugar. I was 100% convinced that I needed to low carb lower and eat more protein and eat more fat in order to take care of my horrible crazy sugar cravings that I had for years, for, for, for years and years and years, all through my twenties, essentially. And, um, I, I really believed that the fault of those sugar cravings was that I was addicted to sugar and the solution was to just eat more fat and protein. In reality, if you are somebody who is struggling with cravings, if you are somebody who says, I'm not even hungry after dinner, but I just keep eating ice cream or I don't know what happens. I'm not hungry all day long. And then, you know, I come home from work and I just can't stop eating cereal or I can't buy um, potato chips because if they are in my house, I will eat the entire bag. All of these cravings that you are getting, that is not natural. There are not simply some people who can't trust themselves around food and then other people who can. We all have the ability to have food in our house, even our trigger foods, quote unquote, and to feel safe and calm around those foods. And while we definitely could spend time going into the emotional um, triggers that cause overeating, for a lot of people, when I work with them, I think, you know, you you come to me and you're like, Serena, I am so addicted to chocolate. It's nuts. Like I can't stop eating leftovers off my kid's plate. And then I'm cleaning up the kitchen and I just keep going into the freezer and taking bites of ice cream. And I just feel so like out of my body when I'm eating all this food. I don't know what's wrong with me. And you're convinced that this is going to take like a year of nutrition counseling to fix this issue. <laughs> And then you and I sit down together and we simply talk about what are you eating during the day and I'm looking at what you're eating and you are using cauliflower rice instead of normal rice. (laughs) 
and you are using keto, low-carb cereal instead of normal cereal. And yeah, sure, you let yourself have a piece of bread in the morning, but that's it, just one piece of bread. Um, And sometimes you'll have a bagel, but you're scooping out the middle so that you're not eating so much carbohydrate. Like I will look at your plate and I will see that your cravings are actually coming from a place of not meeting your physiological needs. Your body is smart. If you are not giving her enough carbohydrate to support your training, she is going to give you massive cravings for sugar and salt so that she can make sure she gets enough energy to support the system. It's your body's job to take care of your hormones. And really, I don't care whether you want to have a baby, you don't want to have a baby. I don't care about your, you know, your, your, your feelings towards being fertile. Your body's job is to try and protect your sex hormones, to protect your fertility. If you are somebody who gets a cycle, if you are in peri or postmenopause, it is still your body's job to make sure that you are getting adequate nutrition to support the little bit of estrogen your body does actually make. Even in peri and postmenopause, you make a very small amount of estrogen that is protective of your bone health. And again, going back to, I don't care if you want to have a kid or not, that's not what I'm talking about right now. The sign that you are a robustly healthy human being is that you have kept your reproductive system intact. If your body is having um, irregular periods or you are having um, a lot of issues with cramping or a lot of issues around PMS or like I said, if you're in that period post-menopause and your body's unable to make that little bit of estrogen she's supposed to be making, that is an indication you are not eating enough. And so what will our body do? Our body will give us sugar cravings in order to try and get you to eat more. And you will feel crazy and out of control around food, but it's actually not because you're addicted to food. It's because your body is so intelligent and she is driving you to eat more because she wants to take care of you, right? It's actually like a very kind, friendly thing your body is doing for you, even though we don't see it that way because we just want to try and be as thin as possible at all times. So if you are somebody struggling with cravings, I have had ladies go through eat like an athlete boot camp who think, oh my goodness, I am going to need so much nutrition counseling after this program is done. This isn't going to be enough. And then we go through our seven weeks together in our small, in our, in our group program with all the support that you get in eat like an athlete boot camp, learning how to support your body better, learning how to meet your needs and voila, your sugar cravings are gone. So it is really important for us to make sure that our meals have carbohydrate and you are getting enough carbohydrate at your meals to support your activity level, to support your needs. We are not accidentally low-carbing or skipping carbs or choosing low-carb alternatives. When you are an athlete, you need carbohydrates. Otherwise, we can expect sugar cravings, okay? So you think, oh, I'm saving carbohydrates. I'm going to wait until dinner time to eat my carbohydrate. In reality, you are driving sugar cravings. So it's better to just say, to heck with it. I'm going to have my carbohydrate on my plate. I'm going to support my blood sugar balance with the tricks and tips that we just talked about in the first part of this episode. And I'm going to make sure I'm getting enough sugar on my plate, enough carbohydrate on my plate. The last thing I want to talk about in terms of shifting our mindset from that saving calories mode to really learning how to eat like an athlete is I want us to think about 
performance, right? At the beginning of this episode, I had mentioned how we put a lot of time and energy into training. And even if you're somebody who doesn't think that you put that much time and energy into your training, um, I think a lot of times we're really hard on ourselves as athletes and we're like, oh yeah, no big deal. Of course I, I run three miles a day. I've been doing it forever. Okay, well, guess what, dude? That's really impressive. <laughs> a lot of people don't do that. So no matter where you are kind of in your training journey right now, I want you to just take a moment and give yourself a pat on the back and realize that because you're asking your body to perform for you, we do need to be considering are we using nutrient timing to optimize our performance? What nutrient timing is, and we we really dive into this in great detail in Eat Like an Athlete Boot Camp, is us thinking about what we are eating before our workout, during our workout, and after our workout to support performance. If you are doing a good job meeting your energy needs, but you are not giving your body what she needs before her workout or during her workout to support these 75 plus minute runs that you're going on, then it is very likely that you are going to have sugar cravings. You are going to have issues tolerating your run. You might feel like GI issues. You might have bonking happening or low low energy. And what we really want to do is make sure we are supporting the system with enough food and timing it correctly with the right fuel at the right moment to really make sure that you are setting yourself up to have really strong runs, to have really good performance. So For instance, I had a client over the weekend who ran 21 miles and she has worked so hard in terms of boosting her carbohydrate intake throughout the day. She has worked really hard on making sure she's getting enough carbohydrate during her run. We are aiming for over 60 grams of carb per hour in her long runs. And she said her heart rate stayed low. Not low, but like it, it did not spike high. It stayed in that that lowish moderate zone the entire 21 miles. And she was able to do that while feeling great because it was her body telling her, I have enough resources to support the stress you are putting me under. Running is stressful, especially when we're training for marathons, half marathons, doing these really long runs. You're out there for hours. That is a stress to the system. We need to support our body, give her the fuel, the energy, the resources to make sure that we are lowering the stress level of that activity. And so my client, she came back to me and she's like, holy cow, I was easily able to maintain this low target heart rate the entire long run, 21 mile long run. And we know, even though it's hot outside, we know that that's because she has done such a good job of working to make sure she's getting enough energy and carbohydrate at her meals, her pre-workout meal, her intra-run meal. She's getting enough electrolytes. We have perfected that together. And that's exactly what I do in Eat Like an Athlete Bootcamp is I hold your hand and we create that personalized fueling strategy together. That is part of the glow up is really shifting from I'm going to save calories. I'm not going to fuel my long run. I'm not, I'm going to take that 200 calories that I would eat in a gel. Gels are gross. I don't even enjoy it. Why am I going to have the 200 calories in gels during my run? I'm just going to skip it and I'm going to save it for dinner later. 
I was guilty of doing this. This was like this was like my middle name. <laughs> like I would be like, why am I going to eat those nasty gels? They don't taste good. I'm just going to skip that and I'm going to have extra food at dinner. I'm going to have extra calories to spend at dinner. But what would happen is I would bonk on my run. I would feel like crap and I would get sugar cravings later on in the day. Versus nowadays, I have all my gels. I'm timing them correctly. I'm getting, you know, upwards of, of 60 grams of carb per hour when I'm fueling my long runs. And I don't struggle with sugar cravings anymore. I feel I feel fantastic on my runs. So we need to really start thinking about, am I thinking like somebody who is saving her energy, saving her calories, saving her points, or am I eating like an athlete? It is your responsibility as somebody who is putting her body through a lot of stress week after week with training to eat like an athlete to lower that overall stress in the body. So to recap... When we are kind of shifting our mindset away from thinking of food as something that we need to try and skimp out on and save up calories and save up macros and really starting to shift into eating like an athlete, what we want to think about is can I take this opportunity, this meal, this snack to balance my blood sugar? Can I take this opportunity to make sure that I am eating enough during the day to reduce the likelihood of having sugar cravings later in the day. And last but not least, can I think about the fact that I put so much time and effort into training, I want to make sure that my fuel is optimizing and supporting my performance rather than hindering it. When we take these three things and we put them together, we get that good fuel glow up. We get that physiological response and adaptation to training that you were looking for, right? That's why we're putting all this time and effort into training is so that we can adapt and get faster and stronger. If you are somebody who is sitting there and you're like, oh my goodness, this makes so much sense. And I really would love to have Serena holding my hand and guiding me through this as I'm learning how to do it and put all these pieces into place. I invite you to apply for Eat Like an Athlete Bootcamp. We start September 25th. It is a seven-week experience. It is super supportive. You get $100 off when you DM me Pod Squad. And I am super, super excited to support you as you train for your November, December, or January race. So make sure you hit me up with the words Pod Squad if you're interested in saving $100 and learning more about Eat Like an Athlete Bootcamp. Ultimately, it is up to you. Are you ready to get rid of the scarcity mindset around food and really learning how to get that good fuel glow up, how to really learn how to eat like an athlete, how to really take the power, the potential that you have as an athlete and to really see what you have, what you got inside of you. You're taking all this time and energy to train. Why don't we make sure you're getting enough fuel as well so we can really tap into your greatest and fullest potential? I am super excited to see what you've got to give this fall racing season. If you are training for a race and you're excited to implement some of these tips and tricks, make sure you DM me at Serena Marie RD. I'm super excited to hear from you and to hear about your training and all the things. Don't be shy. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Dear RunnerBot. If you enjoyed what you heard, remember to subscribe and make sure you share today's episode. 
Also, if you're looking to download a free three-step guide to love your runner's bod, then head to serenamarierd.com. Can't wait to chat with you next week.